breaking news. Uh, two big pitcher updates. Welcome to Waking Jake, myself, BBD. Uh, decided to hop on a little early. I was here. BBD had just left. I texted him. Hey, did you just leave? Just leave? Because people alluded to it like he did. Like he just left. He had just left. I think I had like just crossed the street when I got that text. He came back because uh, I figured we might as well get Waking Jake out because we had big news from Alec Manoa, the Blue Jays' wunderkind, and Jacob deGrom. Uh, and man, how, how the tides have changed quickly for both of them. I will go Cronpot. And the cron today was Alec Manoa getting sent uh, to the Florida Gulf Coast League, I believe. Um, Pretty crazy that I need to probably remind you how good he truly was. Uh, He gets called up 2021, 20 starts, a 3-2-2 ERA. More strikeouts than innings pitched, uh, 139 ERA plus, finished eighth in rookie of the year with only 20 starts. And you're like, okay, you know, big dominant presence on the mound, uh, shot his way up quickly through the minor leagues from West Virginia, like first round pick. Everything kind of passed the eye test, right? He follows it up with 31 starts. 16 wins, a 2-2-4 ERA. You know, pitching in Toronto. And did they start in Buffalo for a little bit? Um, You know, Fenway Park, Yankee Stadium. Like, high-level baseball teams. He finished third in the Cy Young last year. Third. I think, what was it? It was... Verlander, Cease, Manoa. And he just barely got beat out by Cease. It was tight between all three of them. Yeah. He was um, 97 points to 87 points. If those of you who are far into Cy Young (laughs) vote scoring. Um, (laughs) Which nobody is. What a weird system. Uh, So this was a 24-year-old starting pitcher who became an all-star, finished third in the Cy Young in his first full season, his you know second season overall. Uh, there were thoughts that he was going to uh, regress a little bit this year due to shift. There was a lot of big shift numbers. Uh, lefties had much better numbers against him anyways, and that was including the shift. Uh, if there was anything that could have been signified as... I don't know, worrisome, his first two years in the league, and we talked about this because if you remember, we did the top top pitchers under 27, I believe it was, because it felt like there was kind of a new guard coming mm-hmm. in. And as we talked it out, I said, and was I a little scared of Blue Jay fans, absolutely, they're a hostile, feisty young bunch. Thanks for tuning in. I was like, Manoa has to be on the list. Because of everything I just said. Um, You know, there's obviously other candidates, but I mean, even the emergence of Christian Javier, who I think ended up making the list anyways, 
you know, it, it was hard to say that Christian Javier should be on the list over Alec Manoa because of his 148.2 innings uh, that he was really good. By the way, Christian Javier this year, 7-1 and one at 284 and 12 starts. He still passes the sniff test. Uh, Alec Manoa, 25-year-old, 25 years old this year, excuse me, uh, cop into the game logs. First game, and this might spark uh, if you're truly a baseball nerd because opening day gives us a lot of memories. March 30th, crazy game against St. Louis, 10 to 9. That game was nuts. It was back. I, was that the initial cash out game? Yeah. I think it was. That was game was so out. back and forth. We kept betting on the other team, cashing out our bets in between and making money before it even happened. Uh, that was nuts. What happens next, and what do we probably say on Talking Baseball? As he goes seven innings, one hit, four walks, five strikeouts against Kansas City. We go, okay, Alec Manoa. He bounces back after a tough first start against a good offense for St. Louis, right? Detroit, 4.1, five walks, three earned runs. Tampa Bay, 4.27 runs. All right. You know, we're worried, but it's still four starts. It's just a bad start to the year. What does he have to fix? What's got to change? He goes up against our Yankees, Beebs, and he's seven innings, two hits. No runs. Seattle, five innings, two. Okay, four walks. I'm emphasizing the walks because he's leading the American League in walks. Um, Which, again, going to the hit by pitches, yada, yada, yada. We don't see him again. A couple mass starts, Boston, Philly. The Yankees, he really had nothing for them. Uh, It felt eye-opening. And I I always joke, whether it's talking Yanks, talking baseball, or here about actual scouting. I I do love and respect that people at this point do respect my baseball opinions to a degree, but I even limit myself that, you know, I can go into some of the analytics. I understand baseball savant a little bit. I understand when they talk about Manoa's slider and it lost like four inches of break. That's not good. Against the Yankees, he had nothing for them. And his ERA leaving that start was 5-4 with a worse FIP. It just didn't feel like Alec Manoa. Seven walks against the Yankees. He was scared to come in the zone. It was really odd. Uh, He survives a Baltimore start. And remember this, and I don't know if I should give myself credit. Do you remember why he got taken out of that Baltimore game? Second mound visit, the accident by Schneider that I said and told Trevor on Talking Baseball, I believe, if you want to get a little fugazi, is there any chance he was salvaging? He had Tim Meza, who visited our office, up and ready in the bullpen for a lefty hitter that he brought in his accidental second mound visit. Does that seem as crazy now that they just sent Alec Manoa down to not triple A, not to like, you were bad, do good, you'll be bad. build your confidence up. Like, we're sending you to our complex. You're going to be in the lab because something's off and wrong and we don't know if it's injury or if it's, who knows? They don't know. That's why he's going down there. 
His last start, if you don't know, um, after that Baltimore accidental pull, three innings versus Tampa, five walks. Four innings versus Milwaukee, three walks. 89 pitches in four innings. 87 pitches in three innings. He doesn't make it out of the first against Houston. Uh, .1, six earned runs, 38 pitches. His 6.36 ERA, a 6.52 FIP. Um, they very much were in the position that they had to do something, um, and they sent him down to their complex, and it's... It's probably the right move, right? Because I think if whatever's going on with Alec Manoa right now, if they sent him to AAA, I think he still gets hit. Like, it's it's not a major league problem that he's having right now. Um, he's bottom 4% in ex-WOBA. Uh, he is bottom 5% in walks. Bottom 4% in expected ERA. So the expected results of what he's done this year, have him as a bottom 5% pitcher in the league. Uh, This is a guy that his first two years, he was top 8% in hard hit percentage. Um, This is a guy that talked a lot of talk, and, you know, depending where you live on Twitter, Reddit, or whatever, you're going to hear a lot of commentary. This guy has a very loud, boisterous personality that I won't take shots at right now because baseball needs more of it. Like, Alec Manoa overall is great for the game. Um, man, he has been horribly bad this year. Um, pitches are not moving enough. Like I said, the slider was the big one. Um. The fastball, is the fastball velo down? Let me double check. Fastball's down a mile per hour or so. Uh, same with the slider. Um, and it's, if you go to the baseball savant, I mean, this is one of the, there's a couple accounts. I saw someone do it, I think on Yankees Twitter today. Year over year, he is mostly red bubbles. Um, he is now mostly blue bubbles and very blue bubbles. Um, so, he gets sent down. We'll see the next time we get an update on him. If I'm the Blue Jays, A, probably rest that arm. Uh, I know he's a big boy. Listed 6'6", 285. Um, he threw 196 innings at the major league level last year. You know, his body... Not used to that. Not a lot of bodies are. Um, almost none, in fact, in, in everyday baseball now. Like, I, I think you literally have to work up the way we push pitchers, and we'll get to Jacob deGrom in a minute. The way we push pitchers with this velo, velocity-driven baseball pitching world we live in... Uh, that you you understand why teams take it easy on young pitchers now. Like, it would be a lot easier if the Blue Jays only threw him for 150 innings last year. But I think teams are going to question what they did with Manoa last year now. 196 innings in your first full season. That's crazy. I mean... It's no joke. You don't... 
you almost genuinely do not see young pitchers do that. Yeah, I feel like general rule of thumb is like the maximum increase year to year is like 30 more innings in their previous year without uh, having looked at his minor league you know, innings. I think one... A 111 to 196, I'm assuming, comes up midway through the year. But it's a big jump. How do you spell McClanahan? Uh, MCC. Okay, I typed that in. It didn't pop up. Uh, you know, we know the Rays... I think they tend to lean extra cautious. We've seen this with Snell. We've seen it with McClanahan. Shane McClanahan, 123, 166. And, you know, this year he's going, going. But I think that's kind of more what you see, right? Like, a lot of pitchers in the minor leagues, you only get so many innings. Same if you're coming out of college or whatever. That, yeah, I think if you're the Blue Jays... Again, the story of the Blue Jays is pretty crazy. They popcorn before the movie. They've got all these stars. Um, they're now a four-man rotation, which, by the way, Kevin Gossman has been incredible. Um, Bassett has been really good. Barrios has been really good. And Kikuchi um, has stepped up. So they've got a four-man right now um, that I wonder with off days, can they navigate? No, they'll probably call it Bowden Francis, it looks like. Um the Blue Jays are 33-28 and 28 with Manoa having done that this year. I think that's interesting. If Manoa had been the Alec Manoa they'd expected, uh, where would they be? You know his win-loss record on the year? 1-7. The inverse Javier. Um, this is a guy that came into the season with a 25-9 and nine record. I know we don't care about win-loss anymore, but the teams do. Uh, the fans do. It is somewhat a measure of what happened. And, I again, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of kids on Yankees Twitter, uh, a lot of qu- kids that want to get involved in this stuff, but you, uh, you talk a lot of junk, um, and if it comes back and gets you like that, uh, you know, people are going to, people are going to go for that. And that's why uh, a lot of people don't talk junk because uh, baseball is a humbling sport. Every sport is a humbling sport, uh, whether you're, you know, Albert Pujols towards some of the end of your Angels years, whether you're whoever you are. Um, baseball especially will come at you at some point. So uh, very interested to see the next update on Alec Manoa. Um, if I had to guess... You know, I think you rest them for two, three weeks, get in your pitching lab, and see if anything's changed. Almost treat it as a spring training 2.0. Because I don't, I don't know what else they could be seeing, and I think that's why they're sending him there, to figure out what else they're missing. Um, another team... That if I told you they were being very successful this year, the Texas Rangers, you probably thought that would have been behind Jacob DeGrom. And if you head over to the John Boy Media merch store, I don't think we have a DeGrom shirt. Um, he hasn't 
He hasn't been in the news a lot because he's been out. But we have a ton of new player tees. I was just wearing a Corbin Carroll shirt earlier and a Mike Trout shirt. So I like him young and old. Mm. Trout's not even old. He's just incredible. You're like 31. Uh, our designers are making some awesome shirts. And 20% off your first order. Code JM20. JM20. Uh, at the johnboymedia.com. Shop.johnboymedia.com. If you're if you're here because of the DeGrom stuff, you might be a Rangers fan. The Adelise Garcia one's really cool. Yes. He's really cool. Uh, the Texas Rangers coming for the Rays in best offense in baseball, by the way. They are first in average, first in on-base percentage, first in runs, uh, second in OPS, second in OPS. They're on top of the AL West 39 and 20, three and a half games above the mighty Astros. They uh they have been killing it this year. And so far, uh out of Jacob DeGrom, <laughs> you forget. He had six starts uh to the tune of a 267. There's an injury scare it felt like two of the six starts he had injury scares. 45 strikeouts and 30.1 innings. Um, the guy's incredible reminder, back-to-back Cy Youngs in 18-19. Uh, 2020, he finished third. Uh, and then 2021, in 15 games, think about this, in 15 games, he still finished ninth in the Cy Young. Uh, when Jacob deGrom has pitched... Ever since his come up, uh, the last 108 starts since 2018, he has a 2.08 ERA. Um, just lights out, incredible. Sometimes he throws fastballs and sliders with such speed that people have said, maybe dial it down with the injuries that have happened. I'll be honest with you, I don't know. I'm not a doctor yet. I'm working on some side hustles, but um, I don't know. If his average fastball was 97 instead of 99, would that save a lot on his arm, or are are we past that point? I genuinely don't know. I would have to text the doctor, and I did tell Booney on Bantering with Boone today um, that I was interested in doing so. He's out for the rest of the season. Tommy John, he will be out for most of next year. Not all of it. Uh, 40 mil next year. 40 mil in 25, 38 in 26, 37 in 27. A mutual option in 28 that's currently not looking fantastic. I think it it became just a straight up team option now due to the there's a clause in his oh, contract. Oh, there was about a, TJ. there was a TJ. Was Jolly Olive tweet about it. How about that? Like Jolly Olive, you know his up did good on here. We might have to bring that sucker back. Anyway, uh, Jacob Degrom out for the year. If you're the Texas Rangers, I don't want to say you're unfazed, but Avaldi, Perez, Gray, Heaney, and Dunning. Have been very solid for them. Uh, I think you would have loved to have DeGrom in your back pocket. Like, it was very much, especially with the start of their season they're having, if they could get Jacob DeGrom for the playoffs, that's exciting. Because he's instantly, 
What Nate Evaldi is doing this year is very impressive. If Jacob DeGrom is healthy for the playoff series, he's kind of the one. Like, he's the, he's like the one in baseball if he's healthy. And that's been a massive asterisk. Uh, and he got that massive t- contract that, <sighs> I don't know. It, it's one of those sad feelings that I feel like nobody around the office was surprised. Hmm. Not at all. Uh, it was, if anything, it was more expected than surprised. That is, five-year, $185 million contract with Texas. Um, yeah, uh, it feels like you just lost two years. Because, I, again, I know we gave you six good starts this year, but especially with what the Texas Rangers have done, they were starting to play for more. Like, they're starting to get October dreams. Their offense is very real. Um, and yeah, the, is the NJ.com article already out that says, uh, will the 185 million contract be one of the worst ever? Little good New York, New Jersey media for you there. Uh, and hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe it'll be right. Maybe it'll be wrong. Uh, but yeah, we won't see Jacob deGrom for a little while. And the side note of that is. What are you going to pencil him in for anymore? Nothing. No. He's kind of your sixth starter in a way coming into every season. That yeah, like, they're going to be every year. The Grom's around. He's your sixth starter that'll start in the rotation. And you're going to need a guy to be ready to go to replace him. Like, um, it, like every team fully needs six starters, but like... right. You need six starters. You know, in in a perfect season, you'd hope your sixth starter gets ten starts and your seventh has three, and that's that's a dream season. That's obviously rarely happens in baseball. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, I'm a little bummed out for baseball, and I, I don't know if this is an old head take, but uh, injuries suck, man. Like, I know that's Jakey Hot Takes and Analytics Binder a little bit. But it really does feel with where we've pushed athletes to, which, again, very cool. Look at what dudes do in the NBA. Look at what dudes do on a baseball field. Fuji came in for Oakland yesterday. I watched the whole Pittsburgh-Oakland game because I did play some bets on it. Thought I saw one of those come through our group. Shintaro Fujinami came in. He's been horrible for Oakland. Horrible. They moved him to the bullpen. Hitting 101 on the gun. Hmm. With a hitch in his delivery. I've done this before, so I'll say it quickly, but 20 years ago... This guy would have had Otani hype behind him. <laughs> Obviously different. But seriously, if 20 years ago, there was a pitcher coming over from Japan that could hit 101 on the gun easily. 29 years old. Physical you, prime. You'd say that this guy's going to break the league and he, will he ever give up an earned run? Be a bad clickbait article, if I'm being honest. But... 
Baseball has become an absolute freak show, and the highs of that are awesome. NBA, I've talked about it with their regular season enough. How about those Heat? Um, that you just don't know who's playing on a given night because you need to take care of your body. Uh, at the end of each playoff series, how much of a topic it's become, and you know, maybe I can, maybe I can bust elbows with Rosillo and Simmons someday, but. The story of each, like, Jimmy Butler at the end of last playoff series against the Celtics, it looked like he couldn't get his shot up because his legs were so tired. And is that injury? Julius Randle, we just found out. Arthroscopic knee surgery? Yeah, ankle. Ankle? Mm. And he tried to play through it, which was really cool, but his stats stunk and everyone got on him. He looked, look. Made it look like he was giving a bad effort at times, which I have to attribute some of that to the ankle. You'd like to think so. That the other thing that's been on my mind all day, and you know, sometimes I think you guys know at this point, sometimes there's big Wake and Jake topics, and sometimes we're digging a little bit to to talk about something. Aaron Judge's injury has been on my mind all day, and I don't know if his toe is broken. I don't know. I currently don't know if he'll be out for two months. I don't know if he'll be out for two games. And it just feels like injuries in this game, man. In every sport. In every sport. Uh, like it, it obviously... Football's done pretty well with the quarterbacks. I know we yeah. hate some of those penalties, but they keep those guys upright, which is really smart. Yeah, get the occasional <laughs> really smart. Joe Burrow tours ACL, but like... They come back. They, uh, like it, it obviously makes sense that, like, yeah, the injuries derail careers. That, that makes sense. But that was like, uh, you're 14 years old and you, like, had, like, a moment of, like, wait, this guy might just be really good but could never stay healthy. That's, that's all their problem was. You get, like, some dark moments and find out, like, the real world's not fair. <laughs> I mean,. It's a heavy statement in general that I don't know how far I can dive into right now. Um, yeah, I, I've got one more Jakey, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm starting to head off track of Jacob DeGrom because at, at this point now, what do I say? I mean, he's going to be out for a year and a half minimum, if not. Um, yeah, because, I mean, he had it before. We're, it's gonna be a while. Time. It's gonna be a while till we see Degrom, and what does this do to the Texas Rangers? It's obviously like a forty million dollar hamstring to what they could potentially be. Mets end up looking good today. They kind they kind of needed that. If this was another format, could I say the this has been the biggest win of the Mets season so far? Cohen's biggest win yet. I'm not that guy. Um. I guess the other thing that I've been wrapping up in my head with how freaky athletic these guys get to because we know more about sports science and we're pushing the body to the extra level and how hard can you throw and how far can you hit it and all of that, um, that it feels like there's more injuries than ever, is also getting old stinks. That if you put all of that in the blender, it feels like I've been watching Gary Sanchez play for the Padres. And he's looked very good in his seven games. And Gary Sanchez has had a lot of good seven-game stretches that 
I won't fully believe it. Um, I will root for it because I like Gary Sanchez because he has 157 Major League homers. He still has a career 8 OPS with the Yankees, even though he went through some horrid times. Um, And it always felt like he needed a second home after a certain point. And hey, to be fair to Minnesota, they gave him a fair try. And I wonder how much no shift can help him. Yeah. It's not like he's a ground ball to the left side guy, but they would have three guys over there. Anyways, his goal is to hit it out of the park. Um, And he's done it a few times now at Petco. Um, That I wonder, this also ties into catching, and we've talked about this with catchers and their impact, and Adley, like, if that guy is this good, what do you do? Like, what does 30-year-old Gary Sanchez's body feel like? I don't know. I have no clue. Is his body worn out? Can he do everything he used to do? Uh, I know 30 was a big tipping point for me, and I hadn't uh, played catcher for 500-plus MLB games. So, I don't know. It, it, I guess it's a weird mental exercise with sports that, okay, if, you're, if you can't really trick father time, but your body is getting more injured... I don't know. It just it feels like the formula's off. Um, but there's this mad rush to try to get to Major League Baseball that try telling any 24-year-old to not throw your fastball is hard. Like, that's just never going to happen. Tell Dan Rourke to not throw not, as hard? Not throw it as hard as he can. It's counterintuitive. So uh, that part of the ramble, I don't know the answer. So if you are one of our many doctors that listen to this show, I, I guess tell me if there's something I'm missing there, but two, two AL favorites for the Cy Young go down today? Coming into the year. Top they five? Both, they were both drafted. Cole McClanahan? Our... Yeah. I'm sure there's one or two more that uh, Otani. I mean, that's probably your top five coming into the season, right? You can We can look these things up. Yeah. Um, I would say so. That two of those guys go down for different reasons on the same day. And while I was saying that, and maybe this isn't why I'm drinking more Blue Jay tears, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a tweet away from finding out that Aaron Judge is out for two months. So, uh, and the team no I also... tonight, it sounds like. Team I watch has Giancarlo Stanton on it, that we expect an injury from him, and he's the... Healthiest-looking cat on the team. Um, And uh, I guess the next level, or if my doctors are still listening, which they shouldn't be, maybe it's luck. (sighs) I haven't seen Bo Bichette naked. Interested. Luck. I haven't seen Frederick Freeman in the flesh. Freddie Freeman plays every game every year since 2018. Um, He's literally, not a joke, people. I can do this math on the fly, and I'm horrible at math. Six plus four is ten. He's missed ten games since 2018. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Two games a year? And I bet he could have played those 
Those are just, you kind of have to give rest days at a certain point as a manager now. Like, what's different about Freddie Freeman's body? I would love to know. I would love to know. The reason I mentioned Bo Bichette uh, is because he plays every game too. He has missed uh, four games the past three seasons. So, like... In the case of Freddie, at least, I think people appointed the physicality of first bases fairly low, but I also don't care. Hitting, and I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Let's, um, let's tap into that, because I would love for the good players to be healthy more, because it's kind of one of the problems in the NBA, and I know those guys are taking slightly more liberties, because they can, because the players have a lot of the powers. Aaron Judge wants to play every day. He's been banged up a few times. He has a big body. Um, I guess Tommy John, we are... I don't know if there's going to be a solution, man. We have the... Pitchers want to... Britain kind. Pitchers want to be good and get out. Pitchers want to get called up to the major league. To put yourself ahead of the game, one of the big things is velocity or movement. And that takes a bigger wear tear on your arm. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. One of the I, more more valuable things you can give a team is length. I would as hard as you can for longer. I would love if we're talking to some pitching guru in forty years that figured out how to keep guys healthier. But I don't know. I don't know if we'll find that. Uh, is so much bold. So uh, that was a somewhat breaking waking Jake. Thank you to Beeps for returning back up the elevator. My nose started running pretty good in the middle of that. I'm hoping it's allergies and not sickness, but I guess we'll find out. Um, and if you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. And uh, we'll see you guys Monday. How about that? It'll be a minute. But we love you. Love you a lot. Hard.